Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning. I'm Jamma. I'm Jason. And we are living lucky. People don't value their health until it becomes really, really expensive to get well. Oh, yeah. And it is expensive to get well. <laughs> I'm telling you. When you're it, sick, that's all you want is to get better. It's like people spend their time making money throughout their life, right? They, they spend their time at the expense of their health. And then later in their life, they realize, oh my gosh, now I have to spend all my money to get, get my energy well back and get because I don't have any energy to enjoy <laughs> this life that I've built. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Or and, am I right? Am yeah. I right or am I right? And when things aren't that bad in your health, if, if things are not, and that's the key, not that bad, then then, then you don't have the motivation to really to do a whole lot about it. We only change when things have gotten so bad that we can't handle it. Or when we really, really are inspired to want more. Yeah, when you get that quote-unquote diagnosis, then the motivation hits and you change. You start making that Isn't that so interesting? That, that just makes me stop and think about myself. Yeah, health, a healthy lifestyle is an investment. It's not really an expense. However, we're in the middle of this understanding our microbiome, we've precision doing, nutrition. We've been doing this thing called Viome. Now, if you join us for a virtual coffee, if you listen to our podcast, if you have been involved in any of our life coaching sessions, then you know that Jason is in the process of becoming a Viome certified coach. Yeah, a certified nu precision nutrition coach. For the company called Viome. Now, Viome is a huge company. In fact, if you watch the documentary that just came out in January. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. They talk all about Viome. And it's kind of new science that they are on the brink of. It is all about really getting to know your the inside of your gut. And that will say all sorts of things about your mental health, about your physical health, about your emotional health, your about energy levels. your energy, your relate. I mean, it, it just carries over into every area of your life. And many times... I know, Jason, you gave me a quote right before we hit record about... I don't know the, the exact quote, but it's the one about that um, health isn't expensive or... It was the quote that said, people don't do well because they don't feel well. Oh, yeah. That's Many true. times people don't do well because they don't feel well. Well, you say it all the time. I How do. are you showing up in life? And, and if you don't show up fully and authentically and with energy, because energy is contagious, energy. if you show up in low energy, feeling lethargic, feeling unhealthy or not at your best, how do you do? Then that's do you, what you attract. Do you, and do you get the results you don't. of your best? Because the way we feel is the way we communicate with the universe. And it is literally telling the universe how excited we are about our dreams. And if you don't feel, if you don't feel well... Or if you're not in those higher vibrational emotions, 
then the universe thinks that you're disappointed. And then all, I mean, think about it. If Think about it this way. If you are buying your kids presents and one child is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I, I love, love it. I will play with it every day. And they play with the gift that you gave them and they just love the... Oh, there's ultimate gratitude for it. I mean, they are just so grateful and you can tell that they use it and that it excites them and that it brings them joy. Aren't you, even if it's in your subconscious, aren't you more apt to provide them more gifts in that specific area of their life? Yeah, because you just, you just inspired them. You've, you've given them that fuel. Whereas the child that says, oh, great, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, so What's next? That's what I need. What needed. else can I look for? <laughs> cool. Then you're going to be like, okay, well, they must not have liked that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue to give them things that they don't like. It's yeah. like we, we teach the world how to treat us. Their love language isn't gifts. Their <laughs> love language isn't abundance. And one of the other things is that food is like nutrition is our first level of medicine for ourselves. It's, it's what fuels us. It, it, food is our fuel. Okay, so we're, we're, we're kind of spread out in our conversation because that's how Jason and I speak. But what we're really trying to say is in the last few months, we have gotten our biome results. results. So we have had our microbiome tested and we've gotten our biome results. And it literally gives us a handout of what foods we should be eating and what foods we should be avoiding. Yeah, your superfoods, your foods that you can enjoy on a regular basis, your foods that you should minimize, and then foods that you should absolutely avoid for the next six now, months. Now, here's where we're at, is when we go grocery shopping, it becomes a three-hour, a three-hour tour, a three-hour And we get tour. lost and stranded in the grocery store. And we end up... One-on-one -on -one, talking to the butcher <laughs> who and, has a line of people to help. And, and the produce manager. And we're literally saying, well, do you have wild-caught salmon? And he's like, no, we only have farm-based. Do you have wild mackerel? Do you have this kind of fish? <laughs> no, that's not in season. Do you have veal? No, we don't carry that. Do you have, and we start going through the list of foods. Because yeah, we've correlated our list as a family. There's like 200 different kinds of foods on our list that we can eat. However, our local grocery store only has about three or four of them. And that is no exaggeration. So there's a challenge. And what I'm really trying to say is that if we really get granular about what we're eating, you might be surprised. Yeah. You might be surprised. I mean, farm-raised fish is really what almost all of the grocery stores are carrying. And farm-raised fish carry a lot of... Things that we normally wouldn't have to worry about in wild-caught fish. But now, because they're farm-raised, there's so many fish in such a small area. 
and they have to use antibiotics and and they get you know one fish gets a virus it spreads throughout all the fish it spreads like a virus and they can't <laughs> catch it early enough so then we're eating that and then we're also eating the antibiotics that they give the fish and then all of those fish are pooping on each other yeah they are <laughs> i i mean i hate to to say that, but they all are, there's fecal matter and all sorts of things that they're just swimming in, in these small little confined areas. And they aren't living in the, I mean, we think of finding Nemo and, you know, finding Nemo has the freedom and joy of swimming in the wild open water, wild ocean and starts to get the, I want to say starts to adapt to what it is being in the wild ocean. So Yeah, I want to eat Nemo. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not that you should eat <sighs> saltwater fish. But anyway, I'm getting into all sorts of things. What I'm trying to say is we face so many issues just trying to get the healthy, healthy food. food. And it, and it's what, hard to be healthy. But it's a pra- and maybe that's a limiting belief. But, but it, for but us, it, well, making this change has been hard. I think one of the things is, is it's become so convenient to get whatever's closest on the shelf from the closest shelf. Yes. I mean, there is a convenience store on so many corners. There are grocery stores within a couple miles of almost everywhere where we live. Yes. And I know that there are food deserts, but food deserts are even worse because they're restricted even more. I don't even more. know. What, what is a food a desert? A food desert is an area in a city where grocery stores don't aren't coming in, but they have literal, literally convenience stores. So you're getting Wait. all your grocery shopping from a convenience store or a... Um, Am I the only one that's never heard of a food desert? (laughs) Raise your hand if you've heard of a food desert before. I've heard of it mainly through my work with nonprofits. Because it's it's in inner cities that have um, poverty. Yeah. A lot of the grocery stores move out because of crime, because of whatever. And then all you're left with is a bodega or a convenience store. I don't store. see anyone raising their hand, Jason. And Nobody is raising their hand. And right literally now. now all they have is packaged material, highly processed material, fast food, a McDonald's, something like that. And that's where they're getting all their nutrition from. I mean, the butcher was getting so frustrated with us because we started He's like, naming, I have a job to do. We were like, Turbo? What, what was the name? T-U-R-B-O-T. I have no idea what Turbo-t? it is. I should look it up. It's a kind of he fish. Said, yeah. And then uh, there were, I mean, there were all these kinds of fish that I'd never heard of. And yeah, so it's opened up our awareness of true. things that are available. That and also true. it's creating a, a new creative way of me to, for us to cook, cook things. Lamb and veal. Oh, mushrooms. So mushrooms are on both of our lists as superfoods and the different types of mushrooms. Shiitake, maitake. I mean, jung or dung, dung mushrooms? Mungberry. Mung, mung. I don't know. (laughs) Don't eat dung mushrooms. That's not good. (laughs) Most of them are dung mushrooms if you buy them out of the store. (laughs) Anyway, so I guess what I wanted to say is be aware because I feel like the food industry does what is best for the food industry. Mm. Right? That's big, yeah. 
Well, and grocery center. stores are doing what's best and easiest for grocery stores. And so it's follow the money. It is follow the money. And the end person or the people who are getting the short end of the stick are the people who are buying the food and what we eat. And we, But we also have the ability to start saying, I'm ready to start making an investment in myself. And it's just deciding, do I want to make that investment now? But people don't I'm, realize because people are walking around and they're not feeling good. People are walking around and they have low energy and it has become normal. It has become just their state of being. This has become, oh my gosh, I drag myself out of bed. I, I drag go, myself to the coffee maker. I may, drag myself I drink to work. two cups of coffee and then I drag myself to work and I force myself through the day. And I come home and I'm exhausted. And I might get inspired throughout the day by my dream, I but might... I don't have energy to chase my dream. Yes. Yes. Because that is what is we acceptable, the normal, right way. and it has become and it's a comfortable. And it's a compounding effect. Mm-hmm. And it just takes root over time. It's like these small little seeds that we put in ourselves. But if we make that decision that, hey, I want to start investing in my health now, we don't have to make a huge change. Yes. But you have but it's wise to become aware of what we're doing. Awareness is key. Awareness is really the answer to almost everything that I talk about. And just start it asking the questions. With awareness. In fact, I have a YouTube video that I released on Monday. And if you haven't watched it, you need to. It's called This one trick will change your life. That's what it's called. And it is all about opening your awareness, raising your awareness, raising your consciousness level, because things are happening all around us and we have become nose blind. There's a thing called the law of habituation and we get into our patterns. We get into the sameness and I'm getting into a whole nother podcast right now, but it all comes down to awareness and back to our food. When you become aware of what you're eating You might, you might really, um, I mean, when I watched that documentary on Netflix, which is called You Are What You Eat, and I saw how chickens are being treated. And that documentary was heavily biased towards the being vegetarian, but you can weigh out a lot of that because the information was so good in it. Now think about this. When chickens are in a warehouse, and they literally have enough space. Six chickens per square foot. Which is the size (laughs) of a piece of paper. There's a chicken per a piece of paper, and they're on top of each other. I mean, and... They're scratching each other. And you look at these chickens, and yeah, literally half of their feathers are missing. They don't look like healthy chickens. And you can tell they've been fighting for their lives. They're, like, I mean, if I ever come back in another life, I don't want to be a chicken. Yeah, go, We need to pluck that one and send it off to the grocery store because it's already been in a fight. <laughs> and it's and the wounded. thing about it is, is if you spend your life fighting and, and just, I mean, really in survival mode, think of the hormones that mm. you're producing. And then even when you... On top of what you're being injected Even with, when you do get sent to the butcher or to the grocery store or however that whole process works, 
the person that eats you, eats this chicken, is not getting a healthy chicken who has lived on the farm like I picture. I mean, we all picture a farmer in the dell. There's so the many farmer people in the dell. that and I, have no idea where an egg comes from. I picture chickens, you know, just roaming and maybe having a little chicken coop that they can go to keep safe and out of the out of, out the, storm. of the storms and you know a place to lay their eggs but for the most part they they have free reign you know they they live on a farm that's not the way it is they live in a freaking warehouse on top of each other <laughs> yeah oh I, i'm sorry i'm getting all upset and just be aware of what you eat and decide, do I want to... Because we are what we eat. Lean we more. We are what we eat. And if we don't pay attention now, I guarantee we you at some later. point in your life, you are going to need to pay attention because it affects not only your physical health, it affects your mental health, your emotional health. It will affect every area of your life. And you're probably going to have that moment of when you have to pay attention Right in the middle of when you're wanting to pay attention to something else more. Like that, like it's that time when I finally retired, I finally made that life decision to go chasing my dream. And now I realize that my health is in such poor state that I have to focus only on my health to get back to in a place where I can chase my dream, where you can actually just make that decision right now and start leaning into healthy lifestyle. Great. That's not what I want to be spending my money on. I would rather spend my money now on driving all the way across town to a a fresh market (laughs) looking for this, these kinds of fish that I've never heard of. Fresh market, the farmer's market, (laughs) Pike Place fish market. Anyway, I hope, I hope this helps someone out there. And if so, please email us at admin at startlivinglucky.com. We would love to hear from you and keep living lucky. Bye-bye. Take care. If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.